Hello and welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Online marketing expert Lindsay Anderson, known internationally as One Click Lindsay, and her dedicated online marketing specialists at trafficandleads.com know that today's growing businesses thrive on targeted website traffic that converts into leads with just one click. Whether your business is struggling right now or your thriving business needs even more fuel for growth, you've come to the right place. So sit back and get ready to learn how to grow your business one click at a time. Please welcome your host of the Traffic and Leads podcast, One Click Lindsay. Hey everybody, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today I have a very special guest. Her name is Michelle Colin. She is a physician, surgeon, health coach, yoga teacher, anatomy instructor, author, and overall health and wellness expert. So she knows a bunch. She is also known as the holistic podiatrist of Southern California and has been interviewed and quoted in many prominent publications, including USA Today, U.S. News and World Reports, Health Magazine, Yahoo Makers, and Bloomberg Business Week. So Michelle knows a lot about getting herself out there. Um, she's ran a whole bunch of different businesses and today I'm going to have her on. It's a little bit of an interesting twist. She is a, she's a client of mine. We just released a website for her, but she has a new coaching program coming out. So today we are going to quiz Michelle about her new coaching program and how she is planning on getting that out to the masses and getting a lot of people signed up. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thanks, Lindsay. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So did I miss anything in that intro? Pretty much covered it all. <laughs> okay. So that's awesome. Um, so tell us, let's just dive in here. Tell us a little bit about your new coaching program. Okay, great. Um, my new coaching program is called Body Wisdom. It's a 10-week coaching program where I'd lead my clients in a group program through 10 different healthy habits that we work on each week, we focus on one habit, we kind of get that habit under our belt, and then we move on to the next one. And we cover everything from food and dietary changes and meal plans to better sleep and getting more energy and all the types of things that busy entrepreneurs really need to do in their day on a day-to-day -day basis so that they have a good energy and they could be more productive in their business. Okay, so is it primarily aimed toward entrepreneurs? Mainly it is, and I mostly work with women because I find that women are the ones trying to balance everything between their business, their career, their home, their kids, their spouse or their partner. And so we are juggling so many things that we kind of let our health kind of fall to the wayside sometimes. So a lot of people need a little bit of coaching around that. Cool. Can you give me, just so I can get a better, we can sink our teeth into your program, what are the top, can you give us three example like tips or mindsets or three things that you actually work on, like literally line items? Sure. So the first one that I work on is we want to have more energy. So when we start off thinking about we want to have more energy for the next day, we really have to look at what we're doing today to have better energy tomorrow. So when we start looking at that, we think about what we're eating, what times we're eating, and what time we're going to bed. So that's kind of putting um, two, of the, two of the points together. So for example, if I want to feel good tomorrow, I'm going to eat an earlier, lighter dinner today, meaning I'm going to try to eat before six o'clock and I'm going to eat light, meaning salads or soups. And my heaviest meal of the day is going to be during lunchtime because the way our bodies are physiologically designed is that our digestive system is strongest in the middle of the day. 
So that's when we want to eat our biggest, heaviest meal with our all of our proteins and all of that healthy fats and that kind of stuff. So later in the day, we have our dinner around six o'clock if we can. And we work on trying to get people down to six o'clock because so many people are eating late, like eight or eight thirty. So that's another thing that we work on changing that time so that when we go to bed, let's say we go to bed at 10. Our body isn't using all of our energy to digest our food. So if we're eating at 8 or 8.30 and then we're going to bed at 10 or 10.30, we are using so much energy to digest our food that our energy isn't being used properly. When we're sleeping, our energy is supposed to be going towards repair and rejuvenation and healing all of the things that need to heal when we're resting so that when we wake up, we feel refreshed and energized. So that's really, I think, one of the biggest ones is getting our schedule kind of set as to when we eat, what we're eating, and what time we're going to bed. That makes sense. So I don't want to like dig into health tips too much. However, so like I'm definitely looking, I like look into health tips all the time, diets and all that. Do you still go by the whole eat six small meals a day? Do you believe in that as far as keeping your energy up and blood sugar and all that? Well, not necessarily. Um, So one of the things that my program is based on is on Ayurveda, which is, in case anyone doesn't know, is Indian medicine, which uses food and herbs as medicine instead of prescriptions. And one of the things that Ayurveda believes is that, or one of the main principles is that there's different body types. So depending on your body type, that would really determine how many meals you're going to have in a day. So there are people with one particular body type that will benefit from having four or five meals in a day. But then there's other people that really can only eat twice a day and they actually feel better when they eat less meals per day. That makes sense. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's dive into the whole traffic and leads generation. So you obviously, you, you run a successful podiatry practice there in Southern California right? Right. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of that? Um, Like how many clients you have? Do you have like an email list over there? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So I've been practicing medicine in Southern California for 18 years, believe it or not. And I look like you're 20. (laughs) Thanks. You're my new best friend. (laughs) I've been on my own with my own practice for 15 of those 18 years. And so I've slowly built up my practice. Um, Right now, I work three days a week in the practicing patients. And my goal is to have those three days completely filled with patients. So the other two days of the week, I can work on my other businesses. So with those three days where I'm seeing patients, if I can see, let's say 30 patients a day, each of those days, then I'm fully booked out. And that's my goal. So I really work with my staff on recall campaigns to call back past patients, um, make sure they're following up with their appointments, anyone who misses or has to reschedule, we, we follow up with them and make sure that they're back on the books so that we don't lose those patients in the system. That makes sense. So, so you're running the successful podi- podiatry practice, but it, um, is it safe to say your true passion lies in like yoga and wellness then? Is that why you've decided to like start this branch of business? Yeah, that's, that's really a accurate statement because I found that I was having my own health issues and I started looking into holistic medicine for myself. And that's when I found Ayurveda and yoga. It really helps me get healthy again. And so I started incorporating that into my practice and working with my patients in that way. And I just felt that I could reach more people by um, branching out and having an online program. So that's what I'm doing now. That makes sense. So does, so will you be, do you feel like you're starting from scratch as far as like clients and a list and an audience for your new health coach stuff? Or will you be bringing over some of the momentum you gained 
through your podiatry practice that way? It's more of a new list because this is actually people that are more online, like business owners and entrepreneurs. And I started working on building this list about a year ago, knowing that I was going to be launching this program this year. How did you start building that list a year ago? So I started um, with a couple different opt-ins and um, really had to learn some techie stuff, which I didn't think I was techie at all until I started learning it. And it was actually not as not as difficult as I thought it would be to learn how to create an opt-in and how to promote it. And what I found that worked the best for me was Facebook ads. So I took a couple of classes on that and worked with some people that were really, um, really good at it. And I created a couple of Facebook ads for each one of my opt-ins. And that's how I started building my list. That's awesome. Can you give us examples of your best opt? What, what was your best opt-in? What was what was the topic? And, and, and tell me, you just ran Facebook ads to get those numbers? Yeah, I think my best opt-in was um, I created a, a, an ebook that was Yoga for Beginners. And so I really, I really aimed it and had my copy focused on, um, are you someone that has always wanted to start yoga, but you never thought that you could because you didn't think you were flexible or bendy enough, or you've just been intimidated to go into a, to a yoga studio? Um, so I kind of kept my copy like that for someone who's really wanted to do it, but just haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I had, you know, really nice graphics. I learned how to use Canva to... To have Dang. My, yeah, I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so I created, you know, a really nice image and um, used that in my ads. And so it was a girl doing yoga in the park. And, and so I think it was, you know, it caught the eye of a lot of people. And I promoted it in some Facebook groups as well. So that was a, a second tactic that I used. Besides Can you be specific Facebook. about what you did there? Yeah. So besides the Facebook ads, um, what I did was I'm in several Facebook groups that are like a mompreneur group. And um, just different groups focused on different subjects. And every now and then they'll have a day where they say, okay, today is our promo day. Like, let's say promo Tuesday. And anything you want to promote in this group on Tuesdays, you can promote it in this particular thread. And so you can put a link to your opt-in or you can just put your website or if you're doing um, offering a free call, like a free strategy session, you can put all the info in that thread. And every week in certain groups, you can post on these particular threads. And so I started doing that. So I had my Facebook ad running, but at the same time, I would put the link to the opt-in in those threads as well. So I kind of had two things going at the same time for the same opt-in. Awesome. So, and and, um, maybe you weren't doing this, but were you the one actually going into your Facebook ad and adjusting the targeting and all that? Or did you have somebody, some other consultant doing that piece? Can I ask you what you were targeting? Yeah, I actually did it myself because I wanted to learn what I was doing and practice with it before I tried to outsource it. Nice. Yeah. So um, I just targeted it to who I thought my ideal client would be, which would be women, entrepreneurs between the ages of like 30 and up. So maybe 30 to 55. And I chose English, of course, because it was, you know, in English. And I'm trying to think what other criteria I used. But there's a couple different, there were two different strategies I've seen people teaching on this. And one was to target a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And then another one was to target interests. So I kind of tested it both ways. And when I targeted the interests, I targeted people that were interested in yoga, interested in healthy eating, interested in organic foods and stuff like that. 
So that was one of the things I used in my targeting. Very awesome. So I think that's a good lesson for everyone to learn from Dr. Michelle is that she she knew enough that now when she goes and gets a specialist or a contractor to actually do this for her because she is actually going to be too busy coaching and she's probably not particularly interested in Facebook ads, but now she's going to be able to like check their work. She's going to know enough to ask them very pointed and specific questions. I think that's very, very smart. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure like my next question you are welcome to pass on. It's like asking a lady how much she weighs, but will you tell us how many people you got on your list from just that one opt-in? Do you know? Yeah. From that one opt-in, I got about 240 people. Nice. And did you have a, um, were you doing a follow-up email sequence to them or were you just emailing them that? And then now that your new website is up, will you be emailing them about the program or tell us how you're going to nurture these 240 plus people? So after they got the book, then the, they went into my main list. And so with my main list, I send out an e- a weekly newsletter, which is focused on yoga tips, Ayurvedic recipes and meditation tips. And so they get that once a week. And if I'm running any other special promos, then, you know, I might throw in another email during that month. Um, but there, but now that we're getting ready to launch this program in the next um, few days, they just started to get the emails about the program. Awesome. Okay, so let's talk about that. You said when we're, we're getting ready to launch this program, tell me the steps on that and what you're doing to launch. Okay, so for my launch, um, one of the things that I'm doing is I started I started creating some webinars and I have a series. So I recorded a webinar every week for four weeks and I still have to record the fifth one, which will be kind of like the last bonus one of the group. But I did a weekly webinar series. I ran ran some Facebook ads to those as well. And um, it was each one was building on the other. And it was just talking about these are some of the tips that we're going to work on in the coaching program later. But I didn't really word it that way. It was more like, these are some healthy tips for you to raise your energy and to help you sleep better and things like that. But it's some of the things that I was talking to you about earlier. So I did about a 30 minute webinar, 30 to 35 minutes. And like I said, there were four of them so far. And um, for the launch, we're going to have those going out to the list in a sequence. So there's going to be an autoresponder sequence set up and they're going to get them um, in um like in a certain order awesome so um when you say you pre-recorded them so did you end up using like evergreen webinar where it looked like it was live but it really wasn't and they could basically pick their favorite time and act like it, w- it was you live but it wasn't um no i i used the ev- the evergreen webinar system but i i have the version where you can also do live webinars so uh-huh. i did i did them live And yeah, I had anywhere from about 15 to maybe 60 people sign up for each one. So this was another list building tool that I used. So from the four different webinars, I have maybe about 200 new people and they got to see it live. They also got the recording after and I sent them also like the slides and the audio version and the um, video. So whichever way they wanted to to view it later, they could. Wow, that sounds like a lot a lot of work, but um, definitely you're covering your bases. So now when you go and tell them about your coaching program, they should be fairly warm because they've either watched the webinar, looked at the slides or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Right. 
Um, that's awesome. So you did those back in December. Um, and then they've just been getting a week ever since then they've been getting your weekly health tips, right? Right. And so now when you launch tomorrow, so for, I don't, uh, when this airs, so say two months, well, one month later, if that three to four weeks later, you will now start hitting them with two or three emails a week or what's your goal on that? Yeah, that's about right. Two to three emails a week to mm-hmm. get them warmed up for this program. So do, will your first email just be like, hey, look at my new program? Or do you have special tactics on how to kind of warm them up to sign up? Well, for that piece of it, I did outsource that piece. And so I'm working with Adam Homie on that. And he's helping me with the copy on those emails. Awesome. Yeah, because a professional copywriter is super important with something like that. That's for sure. So um, you do have, so you have three Correct me if I'm wrong. You have three ways that that people can work with you, right? Can you tell me about those three ways? Yeah, I work with clients one-on-one for one-on-one health coaching. And I have my group program that we were talking about already, which will be group coaching calls. And then the third way is um, I have a home study course. Okay. Um, With that, with those group calls, do I get, do we get any one-on-one with you? Yeah, there will be some one-on-one in the beginning um, each person's going to get a chance to really connect with me one-on-one, really share their story. And so I can get a really clear idea of what their health goals are and where they're at in their journey. That makes sense. Okay. Do you have prices set for your 10-week body wisdom transformation? I do. Um, this program is $1,000 and I'm going to have an early bird sign up where they're going to have $200 off if they sign up by the early bird cutoff. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. And um, what are your other plans as far as promoting during when you're when you're sending out these emails? So obviously we have like your list that you've worked so hard to build up that you'll be emailing. Will you be doing anything else online in order to try to grab more people during this launch period? Well, I do have some podcasts interviews that I've done. And those some of them have already come out live and a few other ones will be coming out shortly. So I'll be promoting it that way. Um, I also have a book that I wrote that will also be coming out right about the same time as the program is launched. So we'll be cross promoting. What's the name of that book? Uh, It has the same name, Body Wisdom, 10 Weeks to Transformation, so you can get and feel healthy again. And that's that's going to be available on Amazon at the same time? Right. And will you be selling that book to your list as well? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, What about, will you be be doing any blogging or videos or will you be running like Facebook ads? Did you ever, yeah, running Facebook ads during the launch period? Yeah, I'm going to run some Facebook ads. I'm going to be blogging once a week. Um, I'll have my weekly newsletter going out once a week as well. And I'm going to do a couple of um, live talks and I'm going to record those as well. So those will be available for people um, to watch that weren't able to come live. Awesome. And so what is your, so when we say you'll launch, how long are you considering your launch period? And then will you be closing the doors, raising the prices or just kind of like letting it trail off? What's your plan at the end and how long is it? We have definitely, um, a specific launch week set. So it'll be a seven day launch period. And at the end of that seven days, we'll have a couple of extra ways that people can can sign up kind of like last minute if they if they didn't get in during that week. And um, we will be closing the doors at a certain point, because once we start the 10 weeks, we want everybody to kind of be on the same page. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then um, I'll be running the program again at a higher price point later in the year, um, closer towards the summer. 
That makes sense. So will you be hosting webinars during that seven week launch period too? Yeah, I'll be doing that again, probably talking about some other things that are more pertinent towards, you know, the summertime and, and that kind of thing with your health. What about videos? Do you utilize videos much? I haven't used too many videos. I mean, other than the webinars, but that's probably the next thing on my list to do once we kind of get all this rolling. Right. Just a just a hint and while everyone's listening. So there's a really cool type of Facebook ad where you upload a video to the Facebook ad, then Facebook, and this is more than just like uploading a video to your feed and boosting it. You actually have to go in and create an ad with a video. Then Facebook will not charge you until someone makes it five or 10 seconds into the video. So, you know, they're like legit watchers. So maybe try that. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Try that. Okay. I know. I know. I kind of swapped the interview roles there, but uh, it just sounds perfect for you, especially because you have such an, a, a good personality, I would think, and you're into Facebook marketing. So try it. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. So that is that is really cool. Um, are you doing anything else special as far as like the book goes to launch or this is all just kind of together? Um, again, Adam is going to be helping me with that as well. So it's kind of going to be going on at the same time, but he definitely has a, a clear um, plan for each part of the process. Makes sense. Okay. Um, what about other social media? Do you use any other social media? Um, have you even in your previous practice, do you have a favorite or are you just like a, a Facebook girl? I mostly use Facebook, but I have used Instagram a little bit. I'm just experimenting with it right now. What I've noticed is with Instagram, people really like recipes and, and um, little short videos like showing how to do like make a juice or something like that. So I just started experimenting with that. And same thing with Pinterest. Um, let's go back. Just we'll step way back to when I introed you and I and I noticed that you have been interviewed and quoted for a ton of prominent publications, USA Today, US News and World Report. Can you tell me how you got on those and what that's all about? That is so interesting because I, um, one of the other things that I do, which I, we didn't really get into here, is I launched a shoe company a couple years ago, and it's a comfortable high heel for women. And when I was getting ready to launch that company, I started blogging about shoes and about foot problems and foot problems associated with shoes and things like that. And I blogged a lot, but probably like three times a week. And wow. Yeah. And I did it for a while. Um, and as the blog was getting more and more viewers, it was starting to get picked up by different media. And what I found was a lot of the different people who interviewed me for those big um, media outlets, they would go online and search for shoe expert or, you know, shoe expert doctor or whatever. And they would find me because of that blog. And so I was found by most of them from my shoe blog. That's awesome. So you didn't reach out to them. They reached out to you. Yeah. That's killer. Um, does that shoe blog still exist today? Um, it does. All, I mean, I haven't been blogging about the shoes because, you know, I have once I launched the shoe company, now I have the shoe website, but the blog is still up and um, people still find me from the blog. That's awesome. Did you do any SEO or anything on that? Or were you just like blogging about shoes and whatever like came to mind? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I knew a little bit about SEO. So I just, no, I just. Of course you did. Yeah. I mean, I just started blogging about shoes. I didn't really promote it that much or do that much with it. I just started blogging and then I would, every now and then I would share the link on my Facebook page or something. That's awesome. Okay. That's, that's good to know. Um, so you obviously run a very successful practice. Um, for those who are listening that have brick and mortar businesses just like that, what has been your best way of driving more 
customers into your practice or getting more people, more um, patients would be the right word? Um, I think for, for me in terms of getting new patients, really when I, um, when I upgraded my website to a really nice medical practice website that had really good SEO and it has a lot of videos and a lot of good patient information type articles, I started getting a lot more new patients from surrounding cities that would, you know, just look me up online and they would just look for um, foot doctor and then they would type in whatever condition they had. And then those different videos and articles that I had in my database would come up and that's how um, new patients have been finding me. That's, that's really excellent advice. And the fact that it was a professional looking website probably looks killer on mobile and everything, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, and they specialize in doing medical websites. So they have like a really big library of articles that they can, you know, take and specialize to each different type of doctor. That's awesome. And of course, building your email list to keep your current clients close, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, Michelle, why don't you tell us one more time how everybody can go get signed up for your for your program? By the way, is there a place we can go get those webinars if we're interested? Those webinars should be up. Some of them will be up on my website shortly. They're not up yet, but um, my, my website is drmichelle.com and that's Michelle with one L. And on the work with me page, people can actually read a little bit more about the program and about the coaching. And if they're interested in talking with me about what's going on with their health and what they can do, there's actually a link that they can sign up for um, free consultation. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me, Lindsay. Yes, ma'am. Well, there's another awesome episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast, featuring online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make Make sure you don't miss a single business building show. Subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.